do it again. Oh, oh, hey, sorry. Thought I did it again. Thought I messed up again. I had my mic messed up at the early service. Good to see you guys. Welcome. Glad you're here. Uh, welcome to the Porch Community Church. I am Shannon Patterson. I get to be the lead pastor here and be a part of the amazing ministry. And we're just really glad that you're here today, especially if you happen to be a first-timer. A very special welcome to you that we're glad that you chose to be here today. And I say this every week, but I mean it with, with all of me. The sole purpose that we exist is for you to know that there is a God who loves you immensely. And he shows this through his son, Jesus Christ, and he desires to be in relationship with you. And that's why we exist as a church. And one of the things we say is we hope that the moment you, you pulled onto this campus uh, that you have felt that you are, are loved by this God and that you sense the, the presence of the Holy Spirit here this morning uh, wanting to... to be in relationship with you and, and lead you on this journey of faith. And that's why you see all these wonderful people in their, their red shirts uh, that serve every week. I loved being on the parking team last week and waving crazy like Forrest Gump out by the road at every car that went by, not just the people that pulled on the campus. So I was just like at every car that went by. And, and I love serving in that way, and I don't always get to do it, but uh, our people are awesome. So I want to start doing this every, you know, every couple of weeks is thanking different serve teams. So would you guys please show your thanks to our greeters, the people that hold the doors for you and say good morning to you and get well. Yeah. Especially during cold and flu season, you don't have to open the door, see? So you're welcome. So someone else opens that door for you. So, But we're just really glad that, that you're here this morning. Um, two weeks ago, I want to tell you this real quick before we jump in today's message. We presented to you what is really our first initiative as a church, and that is our Christmas impact. We use that word impact to mean our missions. Anything we want to do locally, regionally, you know, nationally, internationally, how we want to make an impact for the kingdom of God. And so we have our Christmas impact, and we presented this to our whole church. In the very first week, we had 150 children that were represented by these backpacks that were made by women in India who had come out of a life of prostitution and were trying to, to live a, a, you know, a life out of that and have a living wage. And so there's like, these backpacks represent like someone across the globe and yet kids here locally that we could bless for Christmas. We had 150, and on many, you guys know this, like the 930 people like scooped up a bunch of them because by the time 11 o'clock came, they were, I mean, y'all were waiting in line and we ran out. And so we called the Mailbox Club, who we're partnering with for this, and we said, can we get 50 more? And they brought them the next day, and then sure enough, last week, 50 more went. So I just want to say now we've got 200 kids are, are sponsored, and they represent uh, families. And, of course, they represent women that we'll never meet on this side of eternity. And I just want to say to you, thank you for being part of that. And, and for those of you that didn't get to pick up a, a backpack, um, there will be something down the road that, we'll, that you will have an opportunity to be a part of without a doubt. But thank you to those of you who are a part of that. And a quick reminder, as you heard in the video, December 8th, so two weeks from today, is the date to have those backpacks returned so we can get them to the to the agencies that we're working with. So thank you guys um, very much. But this is really what this, this series is about, is that we want to be people who are generous with our faith. We want to be people who say, you know what, God has blessed me. God has been generous in my life, and so I want to live that out. Okay, I, I want to live a life that says 
whether I say words or not, but because God has been generous to me, I want to live a life that says thank you. And it shows in different ways. It shows in our thoughts and our actions and, and of course, our words, but we want to live thank you, and we want to do this. I start this morning by asking a question that I think I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask you anyway because I think it helps you think as it has helped me think about this. Have you ever found yourself, because I know I have, in a situation where you were presented with an opportunity to be generous? And it doesn't necessarily mean financially, but like you were presented with an opportunity where uh, you have you could be generous with your whether it's your abilities like your talents right or yes maybe your your financial resources or just your time but you were presented with an opportunity to live thank you you were presented with an opportunity to be generous and you like legitimately were like but I'm not available. I don't have the, the resources available at this moment. I don't have the, the time available at this moment. I don't have what, yeah, I've got the, I might have the talent, but I'm not really able. We talked about this in the first week of the series, the whole time and money thing, right? So have you ever been presented with this? Like you really, like no one was forcing you. You heard of a need, you heard of an opportunity, and you really wanted to do something, but for whatever reason you were unable to. You with me? You've been there? Like, you're like, I really want to, but I can't. Because let's be honest, there's been times when an opportunity was presented and we said we couldn't, but really we were just lying and everyone, like, you're lying to yourself, you're lying to other people. God knew you were lying, but you went with it anyway. And like, you're like, I really can't help him out. But there's times you really wanted to and you just weren't able. This morning I want us to look at two different scriptures. I, I want us to look in Isaiah chapter 32. So you can go ahead and be turning there. Isaiah 32. Isaiah was a prophet of God. There were definitely times in, in what we have as the history of God's relationship with us when he spoke through specific people. And he would speak through these people, and oftentimes they had words to share that were not very popular, and they were not very exciting. And he had sometimes to talk to leaders like kings and stuff, and to armies and to nations. And he often, these prophets had to deliver words that were not going to be good. But this prophet Isaiah, my goodness, you go and read the book of Isaiah. If you're not reading anything right now in the Bible, you're trying to figure out, oh, you know, I really want to start reading the Bible more, and you're not sure where to go. Whew, Isaiah is tough but it's this amazing uh just prophetic words because he was a prophet so prophetic of of who christ is um of god's relationship uh, to to people to his creation so isaiah 32 is one and i want to tell you another place where we're going to be uh, just so you can go ahead and put your finger there for later and that is in proverbs i want us to look at a verse in proverbs chapter 11 Okay, so while you're finding those spots, I, I want to continue with this question for a moment. You wanted to help, but you couldn't. Like, legitimately, you couldn't. There, if, if it had happened at a different time, you know, like closer to payday, <laughs> or on the weekend, or whatever, like there's time, you're like, legitimately, I could have done something. Here's the question I really want us to ask instead of have you ever been there because I, I have a good feeling that we've all been there. The real question I want us to ask this morning is what if, just what if, what if you had 
planned ahead to be generous? What if you had planned ahead to be able to respond to an opportunity, even though you didn't know what the opportunity was, but what if you had just stopped and planned ahead? And some of you are going, I, I don't get it. And some of you are going, I think I know what you're saying. So let's talk about this a little bit more. What if you had planned ahead? What if you had thought ahead to this? You know, to, I'm going to plan ahead to be generous today. I'm going to plan ahead to live thank you today. I'm going to plan ahead to be generous this week. I'm going to plan ahead in the month of December to live thank you. I'm going to plan ahead in 2020 to be someone who lives thank you in every aspect of my life. I'm going to plan ahead to teach my kids how to live thank you, how to be generous. I'm going to plan ahead. I'm not going to expect them to just get it on their own. I'm going to plan ahead. I'm not going to be caught by surprise when opportunities come that I am really capable of, of helping with. I'm going to plan ahead for these things. See, by and large, the people that I've met in the 21 years I've been doing full-time ministry have been people like you, people who are generous, People who, who say, what can I do? People who say, how can I help? People who say, you know what, I, I'll, make, I'll, I'll do what I have to do to make sure this gets done. I've met so many people like that. But what I've, I've seen, and it's because I see this in the mirror, are there times when, when the, you know, generous and, and loving and wanting to do it and, and everything, but we just weren't able to do it. And why? Because I hadn't planned ahead. Why do sometimes very generous, loving, like compassionate people, why are they unable to, to do what they want to do? Because they just didn't plan ahead. You know, I don't want to put this on you, but I'm going to put it out there. Sometimes we might want to think of ourselves as compassionate. We might want to think of ourselves as generous. We might want to think of ourselves as someone who is always willing to do whatever it takes at any time. And yet when it comes down to it, oh, I, I can't. I can't. We find ourselves more often saying, I'd love to, but I can't, versus I've planned ahead and I will then you start to, you know, I, I start to ask myself, am I really compassionate? Am I really generous? Am I really willing to do whatever it takes? Or am I just lying to myself? And in so doing, lying to others. So what if we planned ahead? Because if we really want to do this, if we really want to be generous, if we really want to give of ourselves and live thank you, what do we do? Well, the prophet Isaiah, just this, this one verse I want to show you in Isaiah chapter 32, verse 8. Go and read around this later. But I want you to hear what Isaiah is saying, speaking to the people of God, and he says this, generous people plan generous people plan to do what is generous <laughs> generous people plan to do what is generous and they're not wishy-washy about this thing 
They're not maybe, maybe not. No, it says, and they stand firm in that generosity. Generous people plan to do what is generous. And they stand firm in that generosity. So then how do we live? Thank you. How do we, we plan to be generous. We plan to do this. What does that look like? How do we bring this down to like, okay, I need some practical things here. I, I need to figure out, okay, I get this. I see this in God's word. I understand this, but how do I live this out? Well, let's start with this. Because some of you might be thinking, I don't, I don't know how to plan to, to, to give. I, don't, I mean, and again, give of myself, give of my time, give of my, I don't know how to plan that. Like, well, how do you plan that? Where do you even start with that, right? That's what some of us could be thinking right now. Well, let's look at the flip side. Because, folks, we're really, really good at planning to get. We're real good at planning to get. So I propose that if we're really good at planning to get, then we can flip this thing and start to get really good at planning to give. Confession time, people of God. Confession time. I want you to raise your hands high to the sky if you are expecting to get something from Amazon this week. Go ahead, lift your hands up. Go ahead, go ahead. Some of you are lying in church. Suddenly your arms are not working. We plan to get Nanny J, who happens to be my daughter's grandmother, decided to bring over the Amazon magazine for kids. And it came with just nice little stickers so she could take the stickers off and stick them on there, the things that she wants. Thanks, Nanny J. Anyone remember the Sears catalog? Can't you just smell it right now? Oh, it had this really good smell. I can't, it, if you've never smelled one, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's kind of like the old, was it the mimeograph? The, the thing in school was like the purple ink. I don't know what that, these things have smells, okay? So Sears Cal, I remember as a kid getting that massive thing that my little sister would also use to sit on like for family meals. And, and we get the Sears catalog and just go through it and find these things because you know what? I'm planning to get good at planning to get wish lists and anniversaries and birthdays and all these things oh christmas we planned it. so so let's just let's don't kid ourselves and go i don't know how to plan to do that kind of thing because we do we know how to plan to be on the receiving end let's plan to be generous Let's plan to give. So, okay, all right, so I think I'm tracking with you here, Shannon. We need to plan. We're, you know, we can't just willy-nilly this. If I really want to be generous and really live, thank you. Okay, and I, and I see right there in God's word that it says that if I'm really doing this, I need to plan it, all right, with you. Okay, I don't think I'm a good planner. Oh, yeah, actually, I'm good at planning to get. So, all right, let's try and turn this. How do I plan to give? How do I plan to live, thank you? Well, I want to offer you two things that I think could be helpful. And the first one is this, and it's almost like, I think, you know, it's like basic economics or, I don't know, you know, some of these things. But 
you know, if you're going to be a person that plans to be generous with your life, and let's, we can kind of narrow it down now to, um, like, finances. But if you're a person who plans to be generous with your life, you need to know what is available so you know what you're able to do with it. And isn't it surprising how many of us don't really know what we have available? I mean, we live in a world of online where we can look it up at any moment and find out. But I tell you, there's most days I walk through going, I have no idea. Any of you do this with the getting and the giving thing? Like you see something that you really want, right? And, and you go, you know what? I don't, I'm not really sure what I have because you know you don't want to look because then you'll realize you don't have it. So you go, I'm not really sure what I have, but I'm going to go ahead and get it and we'll just make it work, right? We do that because we plan to get. But then there's times when people, hey, I really need you. I really need you to, to be here. I really need you to help with this. I need you to do this. And without even looking, without even looking at our schedule or looking at our, uh, at, our, at our finance or whatever it is that we could be a part of, without even looking, we go, oh, no, I can't help with that. I'm too busy. Oh, no, I can't help with that. I'm, I'm tapped out. I can't do it. See, we're so good at the getting. Let's be better at the giving. So it starts with going, what's available? What does my schedule look like? What, does, what do my finances look like? What is it that I have that, you know, it always surprises me in ministry. I know this is true of, of Justin and Josh and Kristen and others of us on staff. When you find out after knowing someone for a couple of years that they're like some like amazingly, they're like amazingly gifted at something. And you're like, why haven't you told us? Well, maybe because they, they didn't want to or there wasn't a need for it at the time or God hadn't brought it up yet. But, you know, they're just, we need to know what's available. And I don't mean me as a staff. I mean, you need to know what is available in your life so that you can plan to be generous. Because, see, anyone ever overcommitted? Nobody? Okay, still lying, paralyzed people out there. Okay. We overcommit. Right? We overcommit because we don't know what's available to us. We just say we're going to do it. We just over, over commit. So, all right, so we need to know what is available to us. Now, I want to say this. If, if we're going to plan to be generous. Did you know that when, um, when someone partners in ministry with us, I ask them in a roundabout way, and I don't mean to be roundabout about it, <laughs> but I ask them in a roundabout way if they plan on being generous. Maybe I should start including that line. Do you plan on being generous? Because here's what I ask. If you've been here when people have partnered in ministry with us, you've heard me ask this question. I, I say, first and foremost, are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Right, that's the most important part. Then I ask, are you going to show up? Are you going to be here? Are, are you going to serve? Are you going to be present in the, the community as a witness for the for the gospel of Jesus Christ? Are you going to do that? Are you going to share your resources with, for the ministries of the church? Are, are you going to pray? I ask if they plan on being generous. I mean, that's what those questions ask. And, and I will be honest and say, you know, if, if, if someone wants to partner in ministry here, that's what you, joining the church. You know, remember, we say partnering in ministry here. But if in talking to them or realizing that they're, they're probably never really going to be here or, or they're never really going to plan on, you know, even attempting to connect with a community group, even to try it out, just to see what it's about, or if they never plan on, you know, 
being on a serve team or or if they don't plan on sharing the resources God has blessed them with to, to, to allow for the ministry of the church to happen, if they don't plan on doing that, you know, prayerfully, if they have kids and they don't plan on, on getting their kids into our porch kids or our student ministry, you know, I would say to them, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. I, I would say with as much compassion as I could give, there's probably... A bunch of other churches out there that would love your names to be on their roll. But this isn't one of those churches. This isn't one of those kinds of churches. So may God bless you on your search for mediocrity and shallow faith. Because that's not who we want to be. So if we want to live, thank you. And if we want to be people who are, are generous... We need to know what is available. What am I able to give, God? And if you're like me, you're thinking to yourself, there's so much I would love to do, but I don't, as we talked about in that first week, have the time. So it's not just about the resources and the money. It's about the resource of time. Time is valuable. And, and for those of you that serve, those of you that serve in the community, those of you that, that, that do things and serve in organizations and, and, and all that, you know time is valuable. We need to know what's available to us. This is what I do with my, in my natural self, right? In my no Jesus inspired brain, no Holy Spirit connection. This is how I respond. This is how my heart and my brain works apart from God. If I see something that I want for myself, even if I don't know, I, I, I'm going to get it. I told you that. I'm just going to go for it. But if I think for a minute that, that it's going to take away from, from, from my precious time and my, the things that I have so I can get more, then I'm going to say I'm unavailable. I'm going to do it. And it's true of like these one-time opportunities like Christmas Impact. I could do that so easily as well as just being faithful in the day-to-day -day life of, of being connected to the church. It's so easy to slip into that. We need to be people who plan to be generous. Plan to be generous. And I am not talking about just, I'm, I mean, very little am I talking about in the walls of this church planning to be generous. I'm talking about planning to be generous outside of this place. We need to plan to be generous. And how do we do that? We need to know what's available. So I encourage you to, to look at your schedule, look at your timeline. Look, if you're sitting here this morning and going, I do want to be this person. I want to be this person. But you find that you're saying, I can't. I, I, I don't have it. I'm not. It's, I, it's too much. I, I don't have the time. Step back and look at your resources. Look at what you have. And if you truly desire to be generous, I believe God is going to make a way. And here's why I say that. Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11, two verses, verse 24 and 25. Listen to these words. I want to read them actually from the message, which is a paraphrase. But I love how Eugene Peterson, the writer of the message, how he... He paints this picture. But this is what is said in Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. Okay? What did I just say? I believe that God will make the time. I believe that God will give you what you need if you truly in your heart you desire to be generous. 
the world of the generous, verse 24, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. Any of you ever been afraid to commit because of what it's going to take away? Like, I already don't have enough. I don't have enough time. If I give any more, I have nothing. But it says here, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller, like the Grinch's heart. And the one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. And those who help others are helped. It is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to get. Oh, but getting so fun. Yeah, it is. Oh, but giving and giving in the name of Jesus Christ and giving of your time and giving of your resources and giving what you have available for the sake of the kingdom of God. I believe if in your heart you truly desire to be a person who is generous, you truly desire to be a person who lives, thank you, I believe that your world will feel larger and larger because of it. Not smaller and smaller. I believe this. Have you ever met people who just seem like they could get so much more done with it than you? Like they got twice as much done as you. And you're thinking, what kind of, what kind of magic bean did they buy to get those five extra hours in the day? No, they're working on the same, they're working with the same number of hours that, that, that you are. But, but you know these people, and I'm going to tell you something. Not only do we know, need to know what we have available to us, but folks, we need to be good managers of our time. Students, please write this down. I need to be a good manager of my time. If I want to be a generous person, I need to be a good manager of my time. Because the world of the generous gets larger and larger. So don't, don't, don't find yourself constantly saying you don't have time. I'm not going to confess to you the ways in which I waste time. I'm just going to tell you I can waste some serious time. I'm like almost professional at wasting time. I, I used to be JV. I am varsity time waster. I'm first string right out there time waster Netflix Disney Plus I could go on and on I have a game here that I'm harvesting crops that takes some pray for me I said I wasn't going to confess and here I am be quiet Shannon it's not in your notes be good managers of our time I want to be generous okay then know what is available to you because you know what maybe your bank account is not maybe you're at a stage of life where it's, that's just not a reality but oh my goodness you are so incredibly talented know what's available 
Know what's available to you. Know what you have coming in and going out. And I mean resources, I mean time, I mean your talents. Know what it is so that you can, you can honestly answer the question when someone says, can you? You can say yes. Or you can say no with honesty and integrity. Because you know that something else will come along because God will allow you to, to have what you need for that because you, you're being honest with yourself. So you know what's available. And then we got to manage this thing called time. If you manage your time well and you're generous with it, I believe we will have all the time we need. Listen, as the Porch Community Church, I really, I, this is, I, I would love for us, for those of us that say, this is my church, I'm partnered in ministry here, I plan on partnering in ministry here, this is, these are my people, I, would, I want us to live with this driving thought before us, like all the time. And, I, and not just, I don't say this because I think it sounds good or it, it looks good on a t-shirt or anything like that. I really want this driving thought going before us as the Porch Community Church. And that is that we are following Jesus for our community. I really want this to be our driving thought because see, here's the deal. If we're just following Jesus but we're keeping it to ourselves, we're keeping it in these four walls, we're keeping it at home, we're not living it out, we're not sharing it, we're not showing it, we're, we're not being generous with this, the fact that we're following a Jesus that we know, if we're, not, we're not really living the gospel. We just have knowledge. Here's the other thing, though. Not only really do I want us to live with the driving thought that we're following Jesus, but I want us to live with the driving thought that we're following Jesus for our community. Because if we are not for our community, if we are not living this out, if we're not sharing this in our community, then we need to change our tagline to following Jesus for ourselves. And I'll just repeat what I said earlier. I don't want to be that kind of church. I don't want to be that kind of pastor. I don't want you to be here if that's the kind of church that we are. I would urge you to go somewhere else where they are following Jesus for the community because that is our purpose. And the way we do that, folks, is we are generous and we live thank you and we, we live, thank you, in, in creative ways, in different ways. And it's going to look different and sound different for each and every one of us. But you've got to know what you're able to give. And you've got to be a good manager of this time that God has given to you. Following Jesus for our community, when I look at that, what I see, it, it means that we plan to be generous because of all that God has done for us, of all he has done, our only reasonable response is to live a life that says thank you. It's the only reasonable response to what God has done through Jesus Christ. 
And so as we wrap up this series, we're not done living thank you. It is my hope, it's my prayer that as individuals, that as couples, as families, as community groups, as a church, that we would be people who would say, I'm going to live thank you. We're going to live thank you in every aspect of our life. How can we do this better? Let's do it better. When you meet with your community groups in, in two weeks, I hope you'll talk about this. How can we do this? Because bottom line, Living thank you, it's not just a nice idea. This isn't just a nice idea. It's actually, this is the heart of the Jesus following life. Living thank you. It's at the heart of it all. Before we go to a time of worship together, I'm going to do what I love to do. And that is to welcome people into our, our church family. So I'm going to ask Evan and Shelly and is Calder with you? He's hanging out. Yeah, he's hanging out with his with his people in the nursery because that's what very active little boys do. Come on. Now, Evan and Shelly may be familiar to you. You might recognize them as our some of our uh, Bahamian friends and family. They were here for a long time. Met here. Were part of the porch when we were downtown. Uh, Evan was on staff um, while we were there, and Shelley did a whole lot with our students as well. Uh, then God took them uh, back home to Shelley's home in the Bahamas in Marsh Harbor, and they've been there doing ministry and being a blessing there and, and living thank you there. Um, and now uh, God's brought them back, not the way you probably thought it was going to happen, but um, a little hurricane helped that along help I don't know made that happen so and so they're here and and uh, as they've looked and kind of examined their future and what they're doing they're here for as long as God has you here yeah. kind of like the rest of us yeah um, and so they're they're back with us and so they're they're partnering in ministry with us today and um, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions uh, do you plan to be generous see I told you I was gonna ask a question you guys plan to be generous? Will you show up? Yes. Uh, will you uh, serve with your gifts and your abilities and your talents? Uh, will you, with your resources, help support the ministries of the church so we can do things in our community? Will you pray for the church? Yeah? Will you get in a community group? Yes. You're already in one. You're already serving? Yeah, I know. They're like, we're already doing these things, but we'll answer the questions. Um, I love you guys. And I'm, and I'm glad that you're here. And I'm glad that you're partnering in ministry because we're, we're better when groups of people get together and partner in ministry. And we're better when a group of people say, instead of just an individual saying, I'm going to plan to be generous and an individual over there, when we get together and we say together in the name of Jesus, we plan to be generous for our community, I believe God's going to do some stuff. And so would you guys welcome Evan and Shelley and Calder Rourke into our church family today. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to, to be here this morning. And, and we, I say that because, you know, we could be doing a lot of other things right now. We could be we could be spending this time doing a lot of other things right now. But you have us here. And you had 
this word for us this morning. You had this worship for us this morning. And so, God, I pray by your Holy Spirit that, that we have heard from you today. And that, that maybe, it, maybe it stung a little bit for some of us, and for others it was a confirmation. For others it, you know, it was a wake-up call. It was a reminder of our purpose. But God, I, I thank you that, that everything that, that we have, those things I was talking about, we need to assess to see what's available. God, all those things come from you. Our talents come from you. Our abilities come from you. Our resources come from you because you've given us the ability to, to earn those things. God, would you take the, the desire of, of those that are here this morning that, that truly want to live, thank you, God, and would you, would you make their, their generous lives larger and larger? Where, where suddenly Monday they, they feel like they've, they've got more time. That Where did this come from? That Suddenly when the opportunity comes to, to, to do their part, that they have what is needed to do so because they have planned to be generous. Why? Because you have been generous to us. And this all comes back to Jesus, the, the ultimate example of your generosity. That when we see that cross there, that it's empty, but... Your son went to it. Jesus went to it for our sin, for our brokenness. He gave himself so that we might be forgiven. But the beauty of the empty cross is that Jesus is no longer there. Because see, on the third day, he rose again and he came to life. So it's not only that we are, we are given graciously, generously the forgiveness of sin, but we are given generously new life, resurrected life when we call on the name of Jesus. And I pray that that's what we do today. God, you have shown yourself this morning. And I pray we would continue to seek you out through your word through prayer, through conversation with others, through worship. And fathers, we take this moment to respond to you with our voices. And this moment to respond to you with, with, our, with those connection cards so we can know as a church how to, how to walk with each other. And God, as we respond with our, with our giving, we say thank you. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and